I'm your host. My name is Jiggy Jr. And today our special guest is a former beat reporter of The Freeman, a uh, editor at uh, Sunstar Publishing Inc. and the founder of My Cebu and Eno Pub. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, Mr. Max Limbug. Hello. Hi, Max. Hi, Jiggy. Hi. Hi, and uh, good day. Thank you so much uh, for uh, uh, doing this. Uh, I know you came fresh from a conference, and uh, I'm sure uh, you still have uh, uh, some uh, thoughts on your mind uh, about that conference, but let's uh, try to talk about media and its impact in politics. Can you do that, Max? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. It is an honor indeed to have you here. Max, I, when I read your resume, I didn't realize that uh, you were also working with the Freeman. And uh, of course, I know about you with Sunstar. You're a beat reporter of the Freeman and also an editor of Sunstar Publishing Incorporated before you founded these two companies, Inopub or My Cebu. Max, tell me, how did you get into media? Well, I've always been interested in writing. So uh, this was in, uh, I, I, I took up political science in, in, uh, in UP Diliman. But uh, my third year, uh, I transferred to Cebu. And when I transferred, I, well, I, I found an, an advertisement for a writer with the Freeman. And um, I applied and I was accepted. So um, that's how I started uh, writing for publications. With the Freeman, I started covering uh, Cebu City Hall. So my first beat was actually Cebu City Hall. This wow. was during the time of uh, uh, former Mayor Alvin Garcia okay. when our current uh, acting mayor, uh, Michael Rama, was still a, a counselor. counselor. So from yeah. there, um, I... Uh, I, I reported I reported on uh, city hall also reported on sports uh, I did um, I, I went through a lot of bits and then after the freeman I actually joined I don't know if you still remember it but I actually joined a a news cooperative that started a the first broadsheet in Cebu independent post uh, but this was um, during the uh, Asian financial crisis. In so, the 90s? Yeah, 90s, 90s, uh, I think the uh, 97. So the, the broadsheet, the Independent Post, did not last uh, for long. So after that, that's how I ended up uh, with Sunstar, where I worked until uh, for, for 16 years, I think, handling various uh, um, assignments, uh, but mostly handling the business uh, section as its uh, editor. Uh, Max, as a beat reporter and as an editor of uh, a Sunstar and a beat reporter of the Freeman, what was your what was your job like, and what was the uh, what was the uh, process in which you gathered information back then? Because uh, uh, from what uh, you mentioned, this was probably back in the uh, early nineties, eighty six. Did you say eighty six? No, no, ninety ninety six. So, yeah, this is a pre social media, but at yeah. least uh, it was not yet uh, established. Uh, all, all of these uh, social media platforms back then. So, what was your what was your process like? How did you gather information, and how did you edit your uh, your articles in Sunstar Publishing Inc? Well, actually, wrote articles on a typewriter. Okay. So wow. uh, <laughs> this was when I started uh, uh, working for newsrooms. 
I did not know how to turn on a computer. So <laughs> at the at, at the Freeman, um, I had to you know familiarize myself with uh, computers. And it, interestingly, this was I think uh, during the time when the Freeman first connected to the internet uh, through Dong Sikuya of uh, I forgot his company. So it was really an exciting time uh, for the first time we we're able to connect to the internet and i i i remember i think that the one of the first stories that we got materials through the internet was a, uh, i think either miss universe or miss usa and that mike tyson uh, fight with um, holyfield i think so these were these were the first stories that we handled using the internet but back then uh, we did not have mobile phones we had uh beepers so i had the <laughs> I, I did not have pocket bell i i had the newer one easy call uh, then uh, info page <laughs> info, info page, page <laughs> which was um uh, at that time they had a partner I, I was working for sans uh for the freeman but info page at that time had a partnership with sunstar wherein they'd send the top three headlines to info page users wow. uh, uh, you know, uh, first thing in the morning. Okay. But the thing was, um, sometimes I would know that uh, I got scooped because of that info page beat and that uh, beep, and then uh, you know that would ruin the the rest of the morning uh, for <laughs> me because I I'd know from the message from uh, info page that I wasn't able to to get this specific story from uh, Sansar, which. Uh, they're sharing with their users. So back then, uh, you'd have the typical beat practices would be you'd, you'd group yourselves into different uh, beat assignments, like in my case, City Hall. So you'd gather there, you'd schedule a press con. But uh, what's, uh, I think, uh, even with that, uh, you know, beat assignment, uh, we, we, we took the effort to really scoop each other we're friends on the beat, but you know we try to we try to get stories that um, uh, you know that are that uh, we try to get stories that uh, our uh, counterparts in other publications um, aren't able to to you know to to get uh, to get stories on. Uh, and um, for instance, uh, we go we go as a uh, as a pack as a beat to these different offices, but then. After 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 that, uh, you know, round of uh, visiting the offices, we'd return to the offices to ask uh, squ uh, questions we didn't ask to ask with the with the group. So um, so that way, you you know, you, you can you at least you uh, at least could ask questions uh, that uh, and you're you're sure that uh, the other reporters won't be able to to know what you're following up on. So, um, and back then we didn't have cell phones. So you'd have to, to call up the office using pay phones. And then um, um, may, many of us returned to the newsroom to, to write their stories. But what I did was that I, I'd uh, write my story in the, uh, the lone typewriter available at the, uh, the press office at City Hall type it there and then return to Sunstar, submit my story. So it had its uh, challenges, but uh, back then um, we were, I think we were, um, back then we were okay with the, with, the, with the way we were working. I mean, um, 
it isn't like right now we could pra- practically uh, contact anyone as anytime you want to contact them right then you have to to call up their office and then if they're not around schedule for a return call because you don't have a way of uh, you know calling them up and out when they're out of the office so it has its challenges and then you'd have unlike now uh, we're in uh, you know at any time you can just search for any bit of information for background right um, before you'd have to spend time at the library go through the index to to look for background information and in an article that you're writing and you really have to work with uh, especially with uh, senior reporters in the beat because they know about all these things they have you know background info that they could recall about you know um, maybe a story that you're uh, writing about they could recall background info about it so uh challenging uh, but uh, max but when you when you say beat uh, can you explain to to us what do you mean by by beat reporter what does it mean what does the word beat uh, stand yeah. for and what, what's a beat reporter exactly yeah uh, it's it's similar to how uh, policemen uh, you know assign their foot patrol so it's your beat is your assignment okay uh, so- typically here so you'd have a city hall beat you are assigned to cover uh, everything about city hall okay uh, events about city hall follow up stories about city hall so city hall beat uh, capital beat uh, you uh, back then you'd have bridge cities beat so that's mandawe and lapu-lapu the cities uh, connected by the bridge you'd have uh, You'd have a regional beat for the regional offices, uh, police beat for uh, police matters, and the sports beat for the uh, sports section, and of course, business. After so you've it, already gathered information from, let's say, City Hall, for example, since you were in the City Hall beat, uh, what was the process like until uh, it gets uh, print? Maybe you can give us an idea uh, how okay. long it took to write uh, the article, for example, about that specific story. And, uh, and, and all your deadlines and all that stuff yeah. before it got printed uh, for tomorrow's okay. newspaper. Yeah. So um, for context, this was uh, a work uh, at a time when we did not have um, widespread availability of desktop computers. Uh, we did not have the, the modern printers that you have right now, wherein you could, uh, there's, uh, you could print in color. Uh, color printing then was really really new so uh, a typical let's say a city hall story uh, typical life cycle would be uh, in the morning uh, beat reporters like myself would gather at city hall for for a regular press conference so uh, back then uh, former mayor alvin garcia would hold a press con in his office so we'd have we'd have a compilation of the issues that we want to follow Uh, follow up with him uh, and then so after the press con you'd, you'd, you'd ask all these questions after the press con uh, the radio reporters would go on to to report uh, for their noon noon uh, newscast or prepare uh, stories for their evening newscast or depending on in case uh, there was a really um, newsworthy uh, event or info they'd break programming and uh, and report stories right from city hall but you mean television and radio right that's what you Th- meant, that's right? radio yeah, okay for, for tv for tv uh, i can't recall where whether they were able to break stories uh, 
uh, back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, what they do is they go to the studio and then prepare their uh, report, the, the video footage for their evening newscast. For um, newspaper reporters like myself, then what we do is go over the notes, follow up, uh, because uh, after the press con, we'd, we'd follow up uh, with the different offices, different officials, if there was anything that we needed to follow up on that uh, that uh, arose from the press con, and then um, send what's called a schedule. That's a summary of your story to the newsroom because the schedule is uh, what editors use to to at least plan the issues for uh, the next day's issue. So they'd go over the schedule summary of stories and uh, pick out probable page one stories and then ask the reporters, you know, to, to build up on uh, what you have because they tell you this is a page one story. Make sure you have uh, as much information and details uh, as you need for a, a, a top story. Then after that, you go to the newsroom to type the story and then submit it to the editor. The editor then edits it. Unlike right now, when you have the editor uh, editing the story and then laying it out in the page. Back then, it was so compartmentalized. What the editor does is edit the story, then use a, a layout uh, sheet of paper, write the, you know, put boxes to indicate where the story is placed, photos, write the headline, and then somebody from the production department does the laying out of these elements and then prints it out for review of the editor. Then uh, after the editor goes over it, says it's go, returns it to the production department for proofreading, then printing. Right now, it's a much shortened process. And uh, um, the editor, the reporter does uh, most of the other tasks that used to be done by other people. Um, what does the screening process like, Max? Like, and so I'm going to screen whether a, a, uh, an article should be published. And uh, in terms of, of um, in terms of, let's say, double checking, background checking, and all of that stuff, what was the process like? And uh, is it was it possible nga, na news story nga, medyo breaking that was big but did not get published uh, because of different reasons? Uh, back then, we had levels of editing. Okay. So. Um, um, and even levels of uh, uh, levels of working on the story. So in my case, when I uh, first joined the Freeman, I was a junior reporter at City Hall, and there was a senior reporter assigned uh, at, at City Hall then, who well who guided me on how to to uh, you know how to uh, get stories at City Hall, how to follow up stories, how to appreciate uh, all this data. So. Right at the beat level, there's there's a in a way a level of gatekeeping because a senior reporter helps a junior reporter in in gathering information in in looking for stories. Okay. When you go to the newsroom, you uh, you, you write your story, you then submit it to a desk editor, who uh, a, to a copy editor who edits your article, who, who edits your copy. The copy editor what's uh, what uh, the the article that's edited by the copy editor then goes to the page editor that's the one page editor or the section editor the the page editor or the section editor is the one responsible for laying it out on the page then after that 
it goes to the the uh, you know production department for laying it out they print uh, an actual dummy of the page so you have the headlines the, the the article the page editor again reviews the materials it is then turned over uh, uh, to a gatekeeper a proofreader for final final review before it is sent to uh, the production department for for printing so there are levels of editing okay uh, um, and throughout the day um, apart from um, you know that interaction in the beat wherein I had a senior reporter of the beat you know guiding me in in, in getting stories at City Hall, you had also a, a, an assignments editor who uh, sends you who beeps you deeper messages about what your to follow up uh, in your beat. Wow. So sounds um, sounds very have, complicated, all, right? Yeah, all, sounds have, painfully complicated. Levels. Yeah. And, and so right many now, processes, right? And yes, and yes. so I I actually wanted to ask you that, Max, because I wanted you to comp- first of all, it sounded like uh, we were talking about something that happened a long, long time ago. But the fact yes. of the matter is it was just back in the mid 90s, right? When this yes. was still happening. And fast forward to today. Um, Max, how is it different now from the way uh, this pre-social media, free computerization uh, media that you were, were given a chance and were lucky enough to experience? Uh, how is it different now from, from this internet, the computerized and the social media-driven uh, media news cycle? How different is it now compared to the mid-90s, Max? Yeah. Well, it's... it's uh... Well, it's really, in a way, because I, I, I went through my work in newsrooms just as, uh, you know, just as the internet started to become mainstream, mm-hmm. uh, even here in Cebu. And at first, I was, uh, I was excited at the idea of being able to do a lot of things while reporting. You know, you could uh, take photos with the with phones that uh, <laughs> you have but then i realized uh watching how how uh, current reporters or uh cover events we're, we're asking a lot from them like uh they're covering an event but they're also covering it live okay they're also doing doing uh social media updates they're also streaming it live <laughs> And then they're expected after that event to write a story about what happened. I don't know. Uh, many of them uh, might might have the skills and the bandwidth to do all that, but uh, I'm worried that uh, we're losing we're losing uh, depth in reporting because because we're asking uh, we're asking to do uh, we're asking the reporters to do a lot. Of the uh, a lot of things that were previously done by a team, uh, when you go to a news coverage in the past, you'd have a photographer, you'd have a reporter, and then the reporter is expected to focus on what's hap- uh, what's happening right in front of him or her, you know, get all the information, understand what's happening, and then write about it. Um, I don't know about the challenge of you know. Can you can you really understand what's happening right in front of you if your 
so distracted because you have to you have to handle the live streaming of that event and then you'd have to sometimes you have to to interact with comments by people you know <laughs> uh, leaving messages in your live stream and then maybe asking time, questions right yeah asking questions and then after that event you're you're uh, expected to write a full full report of what happened uh, maybe the, the the generation after us are you know maybe they have that bandwidth to do to do all that <laughs> to but, multitask um, yeah multitask but um, yes exciting but uh, for me uh, you know I, I i i regularly read news articles and sometimes i feel that uh, we're losing depth in our stories uh, the depth that is produced by someone who's really focused on on, on being there in an event to, to get the information to understand what's really happening and then to focus on uh, on uh, presenting a good report rather than uh, doing uh, multitasking uh, in the reporting back then max uh, you know like you said you were still using a typewriter uh, you were using a pager and you know you were not very adept with the computer computers yet, and the internet was uh, was still fairly new. In fact, you mentioned it was the first time back in the mid '90s uh, the Freeman had internet. It looks like all of these developments now would make uh, the newspaper media more efficient and and quicker and faster and more perhaps more accurate. Ang nagtabo inlon Max is a lot of these newspapers, uh, uh, the ones that you mentioned, although they are still around. There are less yeah. ads now on print, uh, uh, print dailies, local dailies. I think uh, the newspaper industry is also uh, undergoing some sort of um, uh, deconstructive reconstruction like, the, yeah. like what happened a million years ago with the dinosaurs. So um, why all of a sudden all of these technological advancements that would have been good for media... Uh, hmm. As it turned out, Muramanag it, it it went against it, and in fact, it almost uh, uh, I don't want to say annihilated it, but it almost uh, uh, you know um, made it uh, sort of a disadvantage they own. Yeah, because I think the um, key, key I think uh, uh, that happened with with the move to digital is that previously the relationship was uh, was between the newspaper. And the advertiser, mm. um, the for 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 the for companies to have their advertisements appear in a you know major media outfit, you had you have to deal with that media outfit. So, mm-hmm. relationship is very lucrative. Mm. They will have to deal directly with you. Mm. Uh, what happened was kanang ang phenomenon is called disintermediation. Mm. No, no, na because. Ang, ang, ang companies, those who want to advertise, no longer need to go through a medium, no longer need to go through a publication. They can go directly to their target audience using a platform like Facebook. Okay. So, so uh, and and I, I don't think uh, um, media companies were able to kind of take advantage of the, the, that relationship between their advertisers and between their readers also. Mm-hmm. And Karun, uh, you'd, seeing, uh, uh, you'd see that the kind of mga problems faced by media kind of all boils down to that 
impact nga ang ang relationship na wa na gyud kay people are now kanang sa Facebook na lang either for getting the information or for their advertising diba it's so cheap to advertise on Facebook and then targeted pagid kayo and in fact there's a study nga nga, nga magsamot pagid na siya as 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 people increasingly depend on Facebook because there's there's a study on news brands on social media for a story for example they they ask majority of people cannot recall kung asa man gikan nga story they cannot recall the news brand whether sa pani USA Today whether Washington Post pani they could but they could recall nga gikan na sa Facebook so na remember nila <laughs> ang Facebook Facebook but wala na gyud ang media brand so na weaken ang atong attachment to media brands that's a, that's a why do you problem. think that is so like for example of the freeman sunstar these are companies that have been around for decades right yeah and yeah you would imagine uh, they would have a firm grip on 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 the filipino on, on the cebuano market and they will understand how how they've been around for such a long time and their brands would uh, you know uh, through the years their brand uh-huh. equity would 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 improve and, and increase and wala na murag dili na siya gud matarog in other words but as it turns out Uh, the, these brands now are not as, would you say, not as as credible as they once were in in this social media laden uh, uh, world that we're having, we're inhabiting right now. So I, um, for me, I think also more dili na kaya strong as atong kanang attachment to the news brand because they become just like one one of those kanang boxes in our feed dagan magayo we're inundated by kanang all these sources of information and then what and kuan pagigayo kanang ganing ang uh, the way you see them halos pare-pareha na lang diba you have mm-hmm. a, a box and then you have a story and ba so through the years kanang sa atong pag-interact mo na lang chug-chug one of those feeds wala na gyud unlike when you go to a for instance you go to a newsstand mo stand out yun na nga let's say if uh, like me pan ka kanang buyer ka kanang sansar layo pa lang kabaw ni ka nga nga sansar na, sansar na. Oh. and then murag kuan gid ana ba nagi kay kanang kanang uh, kay mga visual signals nga mo gani mo brand pero sa, sa sa facebook nga feed halos pare-pareho naman na siya so kana siguro and then because inundated ta sa kanang kaning daghan kay nga information uh, murag na kuan in a way na drown out ang ang um, before madunggan na nato or mabasahan na nato are stories from these publications but right now anyone can 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 start a publication anyone can write about anything so maapil na lang siya one of those boxes that we encounter in our news feed so that in a way i think murag na diminish gamay ang ang ilang importance and ako sad Um, well, like I don't know if kanang kanang how many share this opinion, but ang ako lang said nga you know kaniman tanga mga publications they they can offer something unique and then uh, but if they start chasing click nga puro na lang ni kanay mga mga clickbait oh kanang mga hugot what's your unique value na I want to read about stories about Cebu nga unique dili na lang nga kanang kanang kanasang what's popular ba nga ni Juan Igol ang more share di ba muunta na akong ipangita what kanang kanang added value sa atong what we know about our city ang inyong ma-provide na ba if you if you check mo na lang yun kay also because mo man ang metrics of success 
uh, for for reporters siguro kanang kanang ganing uh, views uh, your they see you as doing well if dagan mo like sa imong stories and ano ba and i think that's a recipe for disaster kanang it's it's data driven not data led murag kung inana mang god nga mo decide ka on the basis of unsay daghan ni share unsay unsay articles inyo nga successful on social media ang resulta is that social media kwa magali siya is tweak towards kanang engagement yud nya unsa may mo drive ang engagement kanang something uh, controversial <laughs> something silly or something kala controversial di ba so you end up kung kana ang imong metrics you end up nga ina po you end up silly you end up looking for kanang mga controversial nga kuan kay mo na man mo na man gi ko animo for kanang signals for what's doing well na na gani mo na so, I, th- i think what happened here was i think uh, print media traditional media uh, was slowly losing its its audience and uh, they were trying to mimic what social media is doing so more ang ilang gibuhatsad is they're doing what the, they're playing the social media game so the clickbait was so they have like all these silly and controversial ways of presenting the news as well so more hmm. instead of of social media more um, following the uh, following the lead of traditional media it was the other way around yes. traditional media adjust in the way social media does it right yeah and problem salana is how do you make money diba If you're chasing clicks, you diminish, you cheapen the brand, and then how do you make money? I'm sure they're making money. I'm not sure. Well, you make money from the true. number of clicks that you have because you know uh, the more views you have, the more you know followers yeah, you have, the, you have the, the, the bigger the, the the paycheck, so so to speak, right? Well, ang, 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 for me, uh, a good example of this kanang issue is. If you if you remember, I think last year, mantong nga ang ang mango I think was flooded. Grabe Avenue, yung mga, okay. oh, Mango Avenue, uh, ah, yeah. General Maxilum Avenue, okay, uh, flat was flooded. Mm. So now the update nga media brand nga, OMG, can you even believe this? Mm. Why, uh, obvious <laughs> nga moratong it's it's to generate kanang engagement ba? Kasi ba shocking idea ba? Oh, pero pero as a some as a reporter, what's your What's your task on that? You don't say, "Oh my <laughs> God!" You, you you call up you call up pagasa dayon nga pila man ang atong rainfall today. You uh, give context ba? Ganong uh, ibaha man ang mango, ibaha na ba ni sa una? Pila man uh, atong rainfall today? Kana usya nga level level unsa man siya? Kanang is is that kanang kanang normal? Or is that grabe ni kayo? Kana ba? Rather than ang 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 akong well, what I saw was that rather than providing context. They 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 work in such a way that they wanted to generate engagement. So rather than providing context, something like oh my god, na ba? And and for me, mas ang role yun unta anak nila nga kato. If they provided in nga pilalago na manawag lang kasi pagasa they said nga rainfall for that day was kanang kanang comparable na sa sa pilaka weeks or sa month ba? Mas mas we we come out of it nga inform nonta rather than gasigilan tag click nga magbuhat na lang sa tag meme ana nga palutawon na to inana ba inana akong i think for me an illustration of what has changed nga because kana nangita lagi tagkuan because uh, because kana lagi data 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 driven so puro na lang ta ang atong uh, what we want what we want to 
to to produce our stories nga we think mo generate og kanang engagement okay i'm still here Mag, uh, max don't worry about it so mm-hmm. um you know for a while uh, i've always thought of social media as as a kid stuff for a while like in the beginning and uh, all of a sudden it has become this powerful instrument uh, and the uh, influence of social media did not happen overnight of course this was a gradual process and eventually uh, it is where it is now um what do you think happened max so man is it safe to say uh, that uh, social media has overtaken traditional media in terms of uh, Uh, in terms of uh, viewership, at least in terms yeah. of uh, audience, yeah, is it definitely. safe to say? Yeah, uh, I think when you say mainstream media nowadays, you should mean ang social media, kasi sila naman ang mainstream. In yeah. fact, uh, nabali na mag niche na ang uh, ang traditional media like like papers, uh, and mas grabi ang it ang, ang impact of social media goes beyond the platform, meaning okay. it goes beyond Facebook because Uh, many platforms many uh, many kanang kanang uh, kanang uh, site kanang content management systems for instance uh, even search engines they take kanang engagements of facebook as signals for relevance okay. so wala lang gina siya sa facebook yes sa facebook siguro it, it is displayed more prominently if makita nila more of your friends are liking it or are engaging with it But that has impact also outside of Facebook. Okay, sa search engine, one of the signals masad na if it's a daghag kang graphic engagement on Facebook, that is a signal for relevance nga maapil sa sa um, I don't know if up to now, but uh, maapil sa ranking okay. how high you rank on search engines. Mm-hmm. Some kanang kanang mga like mga widgets banga they they list kanang kanang uh, related stories. Again, kana mo pick up og signal. So, kwansya, grabe gid ang ang kuan, ang impact on uh, by by social media on our uh, information um, ecosystem. Um, ang 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 traditional drown out na but Uh, a recent kanang namanay yearly report on uh, ang, ang Reuters on on uh, digital media they showed nga during during the pandemic nisaka na sad ang atong trust on uh, traditional media siguro in a way because daghan na kayo tag kanang inundated ta with kanang all these mga information about covid and then uh, because of this kanang noise typically mo ato magita sa atong naandan og nasaligan which is ang um, ang atong mga traditional mga publications so um you feel that the uh, social media news from social media or in the internet for that matter has to- totally and completely overtaken traditional media meaning to say print media yeah. newspapers as we know it and uh, of course uh, news on television more more people are watching even their television on on social media right yes uh-huh. um uh, l- let me let me uh, uh jump to another subject matter but although related to this uh max um um the us and the philippine uh, uh, uh politics is is i don't know if you notice it is is eerily similar um um for example um in the philippines i think uh, pinoy to a certain extent was our first elected uh, uh, president 
uh, that had a uh, little help from social media to a certain extent. And of course, uh, Barack Obama was the first uh, uh, internet president. He was, he was largely supported by the internet. And that's why he ascended into power for two terms. And of course, recently, uh, Trump. Uh, and of course, uh, our very own Duterte, I think a lot of, of, of his ascension to power had a lot to do with the internet as well. Uh, my question here, Max, is um, how powerful is, is social media now? How powerful is the internet now in influencing politics, not just here in the Philippines, but perhaps in the United States or if not all over the world? Uh, experts have been saying that it's a, a powerful tool to, to uh, you know, spread your advocacy. And certainly in politics, it is a powerful, uh, you know, powerful tool to, to help you boost your uh, candidacy. Um, it will, many have been saying that it will play a key role in next year's election. So um, I'm sure you're seeing you're seeing it even as early as now, how people have been, you know, uh, uh, posting about politics, about uh, political issues uh, on Facebook. Um, it will certainly be noisy on these uh, social media platforms in the coming months. Uh, I think the key here is uh, for, for those with advocacies, for those uh, with political plans is how you can harness the power of this network and go over how uh, use tools to see how you're doing in your campaign and then to tailor your message messaging uh, towards your specific uh, specific demographics that you're you're after so um, certainly a powerful tool and certainly increasingly being used for uh, for campaigning is, is, the, fact, is I, this a good thing? Is this a good thing, uh, Max? Is this a good thing that social media, the internet, uh, has become a, a, a more powerful and has yet, in fact, overtaken traditional media as a tool to elect uh, leaders? Uh, I'm not so sure, but uh, I certainly, well, uh, for, for social media, um, I'm not so sure. If it's a if it's a if it's a a good, a good game. thing, um, but uh, I think um, there are certain cer certain tools and certain initiatives that I think uh, will help improve the health of our uh, political ecosystem. For instance, uh, Facebook uh, just I think this year I'm not so sure, but Facebook has released the uh, figures on how much uh, politicians are spending on uh, on 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 their uh, platform. Um, it's it's a they said it's uh, for transparency. Um, certainly, it it offers some interesting insights. For instance, uh, the first thing I checked was in uh, how politicians in Lapu-Lapu are are spending online, and it's curious to see that. Uh, Former Mayor Pastor Dasa out, um, is outspending uh, current Mayor Ahong Chan on, on Facebook uh, ads by, by, by a mile. And, uh, but the this was from the pre previous elections, right? Of course. No, this one. Current. 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 Okay. Uh, these are current spending. Okay. So this, uh, this was not uh, during the campaign period, but, but current no, no, spending. No. So the incumbent is Chan 
and Radaza is the is the uh, former it, mayor. Former mayor, but it, um, she doesn't occupy any position now, isn't she? Uh, uh, she's the congressman, congresswoman. Right? Congresswoman, uh, congresswoman, congresswoman yes. right? Okay, yes. go ahead, sir. Uh, continue. Uh, so it's interesting that they made this available, um, um, but you can see that even even if uh, the former mayor spends more, uh, mayor. Mayor Chan, because of the way he does his social media, he does, you know, um, he's always present whenever something happens. So he, he, he generates a lot of engagement without having to, to spend uh, much on, uh, on, on boosting ads. So okay. tools like these are important. Now, going back to whether this is good, um, I think I'd like to focus on... Um, the uh, possibilities that we can make this good for our, uh, uh, you know, our, our politics because social media is a tool, and if you tap it for good initiatives, then it has the potential to do good. So there are a lot of uh, voter voter education, uh, um, you know, programs being done on uh, on social media, um, you know. Um, uh, initiatives, uh, other other initiatives that improve uh, that include you know uh, uh, improving our, our governance uh, and increasingly we have we've been seeing um, in past weeks uh, the uh, PPCRB uh, putting out materials on, on on good governance on on voting and of course there's that campaign to register uh, register to vote. Uh, much of the campaign is being done on social media. So, um, yes, it has the potential to 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 do good. You know, um, I was I was I was giving an example of how uh, uh, Pinoy, to a small extent, and Duterte uh, to a larger extent, uh, was largely where uh, uh, the internet played, uh, social media played a huge role in in uh, uh, their getting elected. Uh, but um, I, I uh, didn't talk about the uh, local side because I, I know that uh, all these local candidates are actually using uh, uh, the internet uh, as well to, to a certain extent. Uh, but in your personal experience, Max, how do you, how, what, when what you've observed in the previous elections, um, have, has the internet, has social media been a key tool in electing local government officials? I don't know to what extent, but they they've certainly played an important role uh, in campaigns, and and they're um, right now they're increasingly uh, front and center the the primary primary and uh, more more important uh, avenue for for campaigns, and uh, also uh, on the other you know other side of the issue, it has certainly allowed. People, residents, to to you know demand accountability from uh, from their uh, leaders because uh, you know we're we're now we're now able to comment on uh, their uh, official pronouncements on their official events. So unlike before, when you had, for instance, press conferences were you know held in closed doors and only reporters. Uh, were in attendance right now. Press conferences are done uh, in Facebook Live, so we're not uh, we're not dependent on what's produced by those who attended the event, but we could actually view the press conference ourselves and you know judge for us 
um, the the completeness of the report that comes out of it. And uh, you know, we, we can we can do away with the filter and then uh, you know uh, listen to the entire press conference, entire proceeding itself, and we'd be able to to understand better the issue. And another uh, another uh, important example of that is how uh, live streaming has enabled us to attend previously exclusive uh, proceedings like city council uh, sessions. Uh, right now, we're able to view the session uh, sessions live, and we're able to to watch the councillors, you know, debate uh, certain uh, certain proposals, certain issues. So I think it has the potential of making us uh, much more knowledgeable of our uh, political environment. But but in terms of 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 a politician using Facebook or social media, uh, Max, have you seen anything? Uh, anyone, for that matter, uh, the, who has used the social media to his or her advantage and has, in fact, uh, allowed her or him to, to win an election. Because I remember before, uh, during the time of our local elections, when uh, uh, Edgar, uh, Mayor Edgar Labella was uh, going up against uh, Tami Usmania, it, it, uh, a lot of the, the battle was, was, was happening on social media and Facebook, to be exact. Uh, do you think that... Uh, uh, the social media has, has already affected in, uh, uh, the local elections already here in, in Cebu. Um, I'm sure it played a key role, but I'm not sure that it was the the most important. Uh, that it played the most important role in in uh, having a politician uh, elected then. But uh, the role becomes bigger right now, not only because we spend a lot of time on uh, social media. In fact, we're among, um, in a global survey, we're among those who spend most time on Facebook, mm -hmm. not only because of that, but because of quarantine restrictions that will have an impact on in-person house-to-house campaigns. So it may be the primary avenue by which uh, candidates will be able to, to campaign for next okay. year's election. So you, you don't uh, you you would not be able to. Uh, I'm not sure about if, if there's a campaign that has capitalized and locally, maximized uh, social yeah. media, and has uh, uh, allowed him or her to win an yeah. election. Of course, you, you'd hear people saying that social media, you know, elected this person or that. Yeah. But I haven't seen the the data. It would be interesting uh, to be able to see the data that uh, you know um, that social media was actually the key. Uh, ingredient for that uh, politician's election. Maybe key role, I'm not sure if the, it's the most important ingredient in, in that election. How does, how does media, uh, uh, by the way, uh, cover uh, politics here in, 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 in Cebu? Um, are, we, are we fair in our coverage of, uh, of uh, politicians? Um, or um, is, there, is there a bias to the, uh, let's say, the administration, to the current uh, sitting uh, government official or or uh, are we do we play fair by are we fair uh, as uh, media people media practitioners here in cebu well um you know in cebu most of the reporters actually take pains to be uh, to be fair in their reporting um the issues may uh, i think the key issues are number one the lack of manpower uh, in these media outlets you know uh recent months uh, even years, many of the publications have slashed their uh, workforce because of uh, uh, economic um, 
problems in, uh, in, in revenue. So um, they've had to cut down on their number of reporters. And if you have fewer reporters, um, that has an impact on, on, on coverage. Um, what happens is that because, because of this thing called equity of the incumbent, meaning there is an inherent advantage of the incumbent. Uh, because if there's an issue, we always ask the mayor, the governor for their side. So they're, they're always, because of their role, they're always on media. So that in a way provides an advantage. And if you if you're want to challenge an, uh, an incumbent official, you'd have to, to find ways to, to, you know, to overcome that. Um, as to fairness, um, I'm sure many of you have you know um, certain publications that you 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 you're loyal to and uh, certain publications have certain um, outlook on on how they should cover the the, the community um, and if you if you feel that they're not fair in in, in 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 their coverage let's say of a of a political issue or let's say of a of a political contest then I think um, you should also, uh, you know, make make your voices heard by writing to that uh, publication. But uh, we have, uh, uh, because I've also, uh, you know, uh, in Cebu, we have we have uh, unlike unlike other uh, uh, locations, we have our own uh, Cebu Citizens Press Council, and in previous elections, we've had. You know, uh, extensive report on how uh, primarily the newspapers were covering uh, elections here. And if you're interested, you can actually go to Cebu Citizens Press Council.org. There are reports there on, on how Cebu media covered uh, uh, elections. So, like, the, uh, I think it was, uh, I don't know which elections, but uh, the report. Uh, came to such an extent that they counted how many times uh, Sunstar, you know, mentioned uh, um, Alvin Garcia Bato or some other politician in, in their stories, how many times they mentioned Tomas Asmenia. So the extensive na, extensive na re report on that. Uh, but you going back on the fairness, I think that they, um, they always strive to be fair. The issues, uh, the the output, the issues may be on the lack of the man manpower and the uh, and having to do a lot of other things rather than reporting. So, uh, if the report has, uh, you know, if you see problems in the report, may not be because the reporter uh, is biased or incompetent. Just that they 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 lack the they're working in a, in a in a lockdown, in a pandemic, and they lack the resources that newsroom, newsrooms used to have. Very interesting indeed, uh, um, Max. Um, I'm curious, um, when there is a uh, sitting, uh, let's say, a mayor or a governor, and uh, you obviously will get information about uh, what's going on with the province or, or with, with, with the city, right? And uh, on a regular uh, news cycle, you would probably talk about the governor, the sitting governor or the sitting mayor uh, for quite a bit compared to, let's say, a uh, potential candidate. Um, but how do you apply fairness in a situation where the elections is almost approaching 
for example, and, and there is a uh, sitting uh, uh, mayor, a sitting governor, and uh, there is a uh, clear candidate who will go up against that candidate in the, in, in the coming elections. Do you also try to cover uh, the, uh, the potential candidate or do you still go on and business as usual and still cover the, exi- the current administration? How does that work? Well, if, uh, if this you know, potential challenger has anything newsworthy to say, then that can be a reason to, to, to power him or her. Okay. But, um, but, you know, just because of the way, the, way, uh, the way things work, they're the incumbent. Uh, they, they, they decide on policy. So coverage really centers on them. And that's just one part of the, the equation. The other part, and I think this one is even skewed more towards uh, the incumbent, is the reality that uh, number one, not only did uh, um, not only did mainstream, uh, not only did uh, traditional media outlets like newspapers cut down on coverage. We used to have like coverage on uh, bridge cities or the towns. You don't you don't read stories uh, like that anymore. We used to have stories about the different towns in Cebu, but right now what you see uh, is an increasing coverage by. Uh, by um, news pages run by information officers, by local government pages. So you'd know more about, let's say, uh, Minglanilia, not from media reporting on Minglanilia, but from out, uh, updates by the Minglanilia local government, let's say, Facebook page. Wow, okay. Uh, um, because because uh, mainstream um, because traditional uh, media outlets even newspapers no longer have the manpower to do the reporting for for stories let's say from Minglanilia and all these other towns, so it's an added advantage to the incumbent because the mayor uh, figures prominently on let's say the local government Facebook page because the Facebook page. Uh, publishes updates on projects, on uh, let's say road openings, and all these uh, events related to the local government. And the mayor is there; the other incumbent officials are there. So when it comes to actual media coverage, more than the traditional print media, you include all these because this can also be considered uh, media outlets, government-owned media outlets. You see. That, uh, that coverage is really skewed towards the, the incumbent. So if you were to challenge someone, you really need, you know, to, you really need to have, uh, you know, your, your uh, media campaign planned well ahead of you. The biggest advantage of an incumbent, of course, is that all eyes are on him or her because he is incumbent. But that big advantage is also his biggest or her biggest disadvantage because he is susceptible to making mistakes, making errors. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, and you mentioned earlier about uh, how Facebook has revealed the spending of a particular candidate compared to another. And you also mentioned about the information available uh, online of uh, something from the Commission on Audit. Um, yeah. So do we have more information now, more than ever, Max, compared to before? So we are able to uh, uh, figure out who the best candidate is more than ever compared to, let's say, back in the 90s. Max, do we have more information now? 
Yes, uh, we have, uh, for instance, uh, you mentioned the Commission on Audit. On the COA website, you could actually access uh, audit reports since 2010, I think. Wow. So what happens is that every year, the Commission on Audit reviews, transac uh, reviews the transactions of a government agency. So it's an annual uh, audit report. They present that, I think, at the start of the year uh, to the agency. They okay. present their findings. So the agency will then uh, offer their own, uh, their own comments. They'll say, uh, this happened because of this. So COA will again include their comment, but then they will also include a recommendation. And then um, they release that annual uh, audit report uh, middle of the year. So past weeks, you've, uh, I'm sure you've seen stories about audit reports of uh, Cebu City, audit reports of the different towns, uh, because um, that's the time that COA uh, releases the, the audit reports to the public. Uh, it used to be that uh, you'd have to go to um, either the regional office or the, the, the office of the agency to request for a copy. Right now, it's uh, downloadable uh, at the COA website, and they're not even finished publishing uh, everything yet. So uh, all the uh, audit reports of uh, Cebu uh, local government units are there. But uh, I think the Department of Health audit report, which I'm sure many, many reporters and many uh, citizens are uh, awaiting, uh, are still not uh, available for download. So it's there. You want to review how well, let's say, a, a, a potential candidate, a government official runs the local government unit. You only need to, to read the report, the findings of GOA and and, and get a peek into how well uh, he or she ran the, you know, let's say, city hall or the municipal uh, office uh, when, they, when they were the incumbent. So it's there. So there's so much information out there uh, about a, a government official. Uh, I'm curious, Max, uh, because of, we see all of these CCTVs. We have all this information online, readily available. Is it more difficult now to be a corrupt politician is it more difficult now, more than ever, or is uh, you just have to up up your your game? How how does it work now? Is it more difficult to be a corrupt politician? Uh, I'm not sure because <laughs> you know uh, one realization is that in on social media it's easy to drown out controversies. You know, you just you just you know uh, you 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 ask your you you program you ask your supporters you know to publish a lot of good things about you. You're able to drown out any any um, negative story, negative report uh, about yourself. Um, you'd see this also in, uh, in uh, comments sections, whether on websites and uh, uh, on, on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, it has gotten to such an extent that some news publications actually remove remove the, uh, the comment sections of their articles, but because you know it's really, it's really the the trolling the the, the it's really bad uh, in, in the in the comments uh, section so right now it's easy to drown out controversies because uh, unlike before let's say when you have a a negative story about you printed on the paper i mean 
um, all we had as sources of information were newspapers, radio, and TV. You'd be the talk of the town because yeah. it's 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 it's, uh, it's the thing that people will be reading about. Right now, you'd have you know you'd have a um, let's say if you get exposed for for uh, getting a bribe, uh, competition for for uh, the attention of, uh, of of people would include let's say a a a movie star and a scandal or a winning the gold discovery. so it's easy to drown out all these controversies so, so even our, even our new cycles now are getting shorter and shorter right yes yes and uh shorter and they're also getting uh, not as uh unlike before that we when we had like a shared news environment like right now where we have niches so um I can go on living on uh, my news diet of uh, technology and uh, technology and media and, uh, and not know of, uh, let's say, a, a scandal of uh, governance yeah, involved in, a, in a one of the cities in, in, in Cebu. So that can happen. Like um, an information but, bubble, right? Yes, you're in a kind bubble. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, so... In a way, I think that's um, that makes it easier for uh, uh, for for that aspect. It makes it easier for politicians. You're able to, to uh, since people are in a bubble, you're able to uh, make sure that you drown out uh, all these other controversies or just you know uh, don't mind them. How so? How important is uh, social media now for the coming elections? This twenty twenty two. This is going to be a national a presidential elections uh, with uh, of course uh, locals as well so i think every position needs to be filled next year right so how important is the way you deal with social media especially uh, you know facebook and and perhaps tiktok and instagram um yeah. how important are these uh, social media platforms i think it's key it's key to being elected uh, next year because um uh, usage is is, is prevalent uh, uh, most people are are on are on, uh, are on uh, social media. It's our primary source of information. Um, so how well you do on social media will largely determine how well you do uh, on the polls. Um, but also, it uh, for me, I think it offers also an opportunity for um, you know uh, campaigns like for voter registration to be able to tap the power of the networks to have everyone you know register to vote it also offers uh, you know organizations like the uh, promotion uh, PPCRV to to promote uh, you know uh, good governance uh, the ability to tap the networks to promote the agenda of you know picking uh, good people uh, good leaders to run our country it, it's key well, whether you want to to have someone elected or what you want to push an advo- advocacy for good governance and uh, clean elections. So must you include social media savvy uh, as part of uh, the qualifications uh, for you to help uh, get elected in uh, the coming uh, elections? Max, what do you think? How important is being social media savvy or you just need to hire a team that uh, does the savviness for you, if you will? Yeah. I think you, you just need to hire a team that uh, you know do that for you because not all people are you know come out well on social media. <laughs> media, for instance, you'd have you'd have uh, an interesting uh, 
social media uh, and interesting a uh, public official on social media would be mayor ahong chan so okay. um he did tiktok uh he, he does the i don't know if you're familiar with mukbang you know yeah the, yeah the, eating uh, food in front uh, of everybody uh, no yeah <laughs> so i did that I, i've had I've, I've had to to research what what mukbang, mukbang is okay uh, meant uh, so he does that he has like naka nakapaliud to na bang tanan and he got he gets a lot of uh, engagement with the, with these things so uh, but you know that might not work for for other other candidates, other candidates. So it has to be tailored to, towards your so so why do you think why do you think uh, max why did it work or why does it work for uh, for mr hang chan and why doesn't it work for for other candidates unsaman uh, what's with with the with the mr chan what do you think unsaman yang characteristic as a person yang personality nga murag swak man for social media and why can't other candidates also do it nanong kiwaw man sila is it is it because of the age is it because of unsaman what do you think i don't know because uh, when back when he was uh, newly elected i recall a time when you know um, the the response wasn't like Uh, what what's his, what uh, he's getting right now? So you'd have uh, back then uh, angry emojis, you'd have uh, bad comments. But right now, he's really you know getting getting good engagement from uh, from his followers on on Facebook. Um, maybe because we 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 see uh, although it's probably you know you know stage you'd have to you know. Set it up when you want to eat in front of a camera, but maybe for many people it comes out as natural that uh, you know. So nagi tao nga natural tanaw nagi say tao nga picky. So I think what what so this social media would you say is not for all politicians? Nagi politician nga di madaog social media. Well, you can coach a a politician to to appear uh, I don't know good on social media. I think what you need to do is you know. Uh, Um, understand you know, the person, um, understand the messaging, and then find some ways to make it click on on social media, because uh, you can put across your message without having really to have that person do what uh, Mayor Chan is is doing. You know, so TikTok, like, for example, TikTok, uh, for example, TikTok, uh, yeah, and 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 mukbang. So you know, as they say, different strokes for different folks. But. Like you, like we talked about earlier, social media is crucial in you getting elected. So you can't afford not to use social media, right? You can't yeah. afford not to use TikTok or or, or Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. So I think there's got to be a way for for these politicians to figure out a way to to yeah. uh, live in that in that world, right? Well, what uh, I think uh, for me, what I really like about the development is the ability of. Uh, Public officials, uh, for you know, uh, for people to to air their uh, side, to air their comments. So, uh, typically, if there's an issue, you'd, you'd hear from uh, from the the person involved uh, himself or herself uh, via a Facebook live. I see Gwen, uh, uh, our governor, right? Always on yes. social media on Facebook. Yes. Uh, so that for me, I think has a. Good uh, impact on our uh, political uh, environment, and and for me as, as someone very interested in in uh, in uh, on issues that uh, impact uh, Cebu, for me, um, you know, um, it really 
helps me understand issues um, by being able to to view them, um, giving the statements on on Facebook Live rather than going through a filter, let's say, of a closed door press conference and then relying on the reports that come out of it. I remember somebody once said, uh, Max, uh, uh, the internet, social media is the great equalizer. Uh, but now, as you mentioned, uh, uh, another person outspending, another uh, can, uh, uh, sitting governor in, in Shan, uh, in spending on social media, uh, it, it looks like it's still a money game, right? Getting social yes, media. But, but, uh, but you have to consider that even if uh, the former mayor outspent uh, Mayor Ahong Chan on, when it comes to Facebook uh, boosting, Mayor Chan, even without having to spend a lot on boosting, gets even more engagement. Uh, well, be- because of his personality, because of the, the way he does social media. So that, in a way, tells you that uh, if, if you know how to, to get the attention, if you know how to attract engagement, and if you're willing to do it, then uh, in a way, in, in a way it's, it levels the playing field with someone who might have the resources to spend on uh, advertising on Facebook. So is it possible, Max, somebody with a huge following in social media can be elected into a national post or even a, a local post just by the sheer number of followers that that the person has? I think um, if we look to the past, we'd have like people popular getting elected because they were popular on TV, popular on, yeah, on radio. So that can be an indication of uh, what lies ahead of us. So mm-hmm. if you're popular, you're able to to capitalize on your uh, popularity on social media. You might be you might have a greater chance of being elected. Uh, compared with someone who may not have uh, a following as huge as uh, as you have, like you, like we mentioned, uh, Max, next year is an, a presidential election year. Uh, we also are right in the middle of a pandemic with uh, no end in sight. It looks like uh, this election and the pandemic will go head to head. And um, you know, um, if if we are going to follow the model of the United States, which we usually do because we have a similar constitution. We will definitely have an election next year, hopefully, having my fingers crossed, although there are rumors or otherwise. Um, how do you see this playing out, uh, Max? Uh, how will technology, uh, how will media, uh, social media and traditional media and, and uh, uh, the elections and the pandemic play out next year? What, what's going to happen? Um, are we going to use technology to... Uh, make people vote instead of going to the precinct? Uh, uh, are we going to vote online, by mail? How will this all work? Um, with, um, when it comes to like the way we, w- we vote, I'm not so sure because I think you'd need, uh, you'd need a law to change the way, the way we vote and I don't think we have enough time uh, to, to, pass, to pass such a law and to set up such a system uh, uh, voting, but um, what I'm really well for me, what I'm worried about is um, because of because of the way the pandemic 
the pandemic and then the rapid um, migration to digital has uh, has damaged the economic viability of uh, traditional media outlets like uh, newspapers. So they've had, they now have uh, fewer uh, people to cover the election. They have fewer resources to, to cover next year's election. Uh, I'm worried about the, the coverage of the election because I know that it's uh, um, a community, community media's coverage of, uh, of a local election, um, I think for me provides uh, added value to, to voters like me. Uh, it it uh, allows me to, to read about uh, all these candidates, to read about their programs. It uh, allows me to have context about the, the election fight. And uh, I'm not so sure if um, the media outlets uh, will have the resources to produce such a coverage next year. So um, what we might be having is that uh, we'd have just, uh, in a way, we'd have to rely more on how we appreciate uh, uh, stories and data ourselves because we might just have to rely on uh, you know, unfiltered announcements from the, the candidates. So we'd have a battle of the different uh, candidates on Facebook uh, sharing hopefully their uh, their programs, their plans um, in their next term or when they get uh, elected. Um, because uh, I don't think uh, with with the with the manpower count of uh, traditional media outlets right now, I don't think we will have the the kind of uh, stories that we've had in previous uh, elections, and also. We've, we've uh, you know, we know, of course, of how um, disinformation and misinformation is spread uh, online. And um, uh, of course, we've seen this in when it comes to uh, information about COVID, about the vaccine. And uh, many times uh, we've seen this about uh, information about certain politicians. So uh, I think the problem on misinformation and disinformation will increase as we uh, get closer to, to, to the elections and uh, to the campaign. So that one, uh, that will be, uh, I think, a key challenge uh, in next year's uh, elections. Wow. Um, ABS-CBN, uh, its closure, how big of an impact will it have in next year's elections? Um, I think uh, I read somewhere about uh, the impact of the closure on uh, coverages when it comes to uh, typhoons and disasters. Uh, it used to be that when uh, a typhoon was still approaching certain parts of our country, you'd have an ABS-CBN crew going there and then broadcasting the report on their radio networks, on their TV networks, uh, on the different provincial stations. So with no uh, way ahead about uh, uh, how they're preparing, how uh, um, you know how the the let's say the storm was approaching a certain location, and then even during during uh, when when the typhoon actually hits a place, we'd have stories coming out of it, and then after, and then you'd have this call for donations. And um, there were several articles, uh, I think, when, when a typhoon hit uh, 
an area uh, uh, recently about the dearth of uh, information and stories uh, because of the lack of coverage by a huge media network like ABS-CBN. So um, from there, you could probably see that uh, before, we, we uh, back when uh, ABS-CBN was still operating, we'd get a lot of these local stories, political stories. So that would be things that would be missing next year. Uh, without the ABS-CBN, uh, different uh, ABS-CBN stations. And in a way, this would offer uh, uh, added uh, advantage to incumbents because they'd be able to tap uh, their own government-owned networks, whether from their local governments or uh, uh, their access to national uh, uh, media, media properties, uh, that typically cover government projects. So um, that will, I, I think, in a way, impact uh, electability because uh, you know, your, your, your uh, prominence when it comes to media, in a way, um, makes you stick more to, to the minds of uh, voters and uh, absent all these alternative uh, coverages, uh, that that can uh, provide an advantage to to incumbents. I know a lot of the political parties' budgets went to television, especially national candidates, and a lot of a huge chunk of them went to ABS-CBN uh, National. Um, where do you think all this money will go this time? I'm I'm, I'm not sure. I think they <laughs> they they uh, used uh, more of it on uh, social media uh, because of the ability to target. Uh, to target uh, your message to, to a certain demographic that you want to, to reach. And in fact, if you go, if you go over the, the uh, database of spending, uh, ad spending on, uh, by Filipino uh, politicians on Facebook, you'd have uh, certain national names spending in the millions uh, already uh, on Facebook. As early as, as early as now? As early as now. Wow. Uh, the, um, so this is open senator. to the public, this information? Yes. Who are yes. these people? Maybe you can mention them. Okay. Um, I can actually open the site if you want. Uh, Very interesting. So pop up, it's being published by, by Facebook or, or Facebook. you, you go ahead. Uh, so you, you have you to go, look for You it. go there. Okay. Uh, the, the, the page is uh, facebook.com slash ads okay. slash library slash report okay so uh it it offers you a search wow. interface on uh so who's, on, no, who's uh, number one right now um you, you can't get an actual list what you can do is you search for uh for certain names okay. uh, advertisers these are these are advertisers who go through a verification process to be able to advertise uh, on social uh, issues. So social issues, elections, or politics. If you notice that um, if you act actively advertise on, uh, on Facebook, certain posts cannot be boosted unless you go through a process. Yeah. So these are posts that uh, typically mention a politician's name, or a social issue, so even even COVID COVID updates sometimes you can't boost, or even uh, updates on uh, let's say a 
a giving away of assistance. So you'd have to go through a verification process uh, to be able to advertise, uh, um, to boost ads uh, on social issues, uh, elections, or politics. And when you do that, you're added to the uh, to the Facebook database, and then uh, which uh, Facebook is making publicly uh, available and searchable right now. So if you go, let's say, for the last uh, 30 days, for example, in Central Visayas, the top spender is uh, Ping Lakson. Wow. Uh, amount 61,903. US? Yeah. US dollars? 61,903. Uh, is it in US dollars or is it in pesos? Pe peso. Peso. Okay. Okay. Uh, Very interesting. So, so that's publicly yeah. available. Maybe you can send yes. me a link. So I can post yeah. it uh, on, uh, uh, you know, beside yeah. the video. Yeah. Uh, when I post so, this video later. Very interesting. So, so Ping Lakson is is spending a lot yeah. in Central Visayas. Yeah, and also, uh, you know, you can you can see also the spending of uh, uh, other local, pol but local politicians. But since it involves social and uh, uh, political issues, you also have. Uh, you could also track spending on such campaigns as you know uh, discouraging people from smoking so the smoke free philippines uh, campaign is among the the top spenders in uh, in the in the in the database so when you when you build a political organization i think it's very crucial to have a social media uh, department right i think it's not just yes. one of those nice to haves anymore right? yes mm. it's and, something that you should have and and social media uh, that department uh, Max, um, is it uh, something that requires a lot of time or can uh, money uh, just uh, uh, sort of uh, replace your lack of, of, of uh, commitment to it? Meaning to say, uh, you know, you, you'll only have oh, uh, a social media team uh, maybe uh, one month before the election, but you'll pour all, all your money in, in, the, in that one month with a social media team. Or does it require time uh, for you to develop on? How, how does it work? Can you do it overnight? <laughs> Yeah, no, I think you, you, you need time, you need to study, you need to look at the trends, um, and then you need to, to consider the, the messaging that you have and then pair, pair that with the trends, uh, the, the analytics that you're seeing, your performance uh, on the platform. So that requires time and study. It's but there are companies to do that, right? Like uh, yes. the infamous uh, uh, Cambridge Analytica, supposedly... Yes. Uh, influenced uh, or helped influence the uh, the elections in, in the states right there are companies uh, that can do that um uh, do you do you advise that they just hire expertise instead of making their own department well um it really depends because uh of course you could start by hiring someone and then getting the 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 skills getting um you know learning from them so that you'd have your own team because it's important that Whatever you do, whatever your advocacy is, whatever your political plan is, it's important that uh, uh, social media uh, engagement, social uh, the use of social media, will be a key component of uh, of your campaign, of your strategy, of your plans. Experts are saying that, uh, like I said earlier, uh, uh, Cambridge through Cambridge Analytica, the Russians the, and the Chinese are trying to infiltrate. Or trying to influence the uh, results of the elections in the United States and are tearing uh, the, <laughs> the United States apart. It's uh, you know, Vax versus uh, uh, 
uh, anti-vax, you know, red versus blue and all that stuff. And uh, they're tearing uh, the United States apart and they're, they're using uh, social media uh, to do that. Um, how, how, how uh, can you speak to that, uh, Max? And uh, how uh, possible is it that they'll also do that here in the Philippines or, or have, already be, have they already been doing it in the previous elections uh, to uh, sort of uh, uh, play to their agenda so that they will elect a, a president that, that suits their, their agendas for, for the nation, for example? That's actually the reason why Facebook released the uh, ad spending data. Okay. Because uh, they want they want the they want uh, Facebook boosting uh, spending when it comes to uh, political issues, elections to be to be publicly available, to be transparent, so that we know uh, who's spending uh, and how much for cert, um, you know to to influence uh, political issues. So that. Um, Uh, I think is a lesson learned from uh, 2016 in the U.S. Um, that, in a way, I think will will uh, help prevent outside influence uh, on 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 social media, outside influence on our uh, election and our politics. Um, but uh, other, um, you know, much more um, complicated. Uh, engagements may not be detected by, by the system, that can be one uh, cause of concern. Uh, of course, they'd have uh, more complicated ways of doing that. Uh, they said, uh, you know, um, one of the ways that um, certain actors were able to get, you know, profile of how people were likely to lean when it comes to their politics was to, uh, you know, make use of uh, Facebook, uh, memes and uh, quizzes wherein you, you're asked to you're asked to answer certain questions and then they'd say um, you're likely to to for example just an example you're likely to be assigned to this uh, uh, to, to to Hufflepuff or witch house in Harry Potter but then they're able to get all this information from you because you answered all these uh, questions and then they're able to create a a profile and then use that for targeted uh, messaging. I'm not sure if uh, um, the extent of, of how, how, how that is being done, but uh, you know, uh, Facebook every month you know, announces uh, what they do to, to, to deal with these things. But I think um, what's important is that we understand that current systems Um, enable actors to do that, enable organizations to do that. We may think, um, how, you know, you'd have like billions, millions of people. How can they actually go over uh, those things and, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, tailor a message to me and, you know, identify me? It's a bot, you know, right? Uh, yeah. But the thing is, people, these are not done by people. These are done by uh, AI uh, and, and, um, big data, machine learning, and, and, and these systems are capable of doing that. You don't need a person to, to, to do this. So if you think that, you know, certainly no organization can, can uh, you know, keep track of all those data. Yes, no human organization, but there are systems that, uh, that simplify, that automate uh, these things. So when it comes to uh, how, how, 
how these things are uh, will be used next year. Um, we might have a peek into that by looking back into what happened in in, in uh, 2016, in uh, how certain stories, certain fake stories were fed into Facebook and then um, and then uh, beca became widely shared and uh, became uh, in a way part of an you know part of the election issue. For instance, uh, the fake story on how the Pope uh, uh, supported Donald Trump was yeah. among the uh, most shared stories in, in 2016. Yeah. So that, in a way, I think may have influenced uh, certain people to, to uh, you know, go with Trump, certainly those who were already leaning towards him. So with all of these lessons that we have learned from from the past, uh, how can we prevent it from happening to the Philippines? Uh, for me, I think... Uh, Is there like a law that we can, can create? <laughs> how does it work? Um, I'm not sure about the law and I'm not confident about uh, a law being able to, um, to deal with that. And we're seeing it right now. We're seeing that even uh, fake news, fake yeah, I know. That this information continues to be spread on our social networks. Uh, I think um, the solution goes beyond technology. The solution goes beyond regulation. I think we have to encourage among uh, 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 within ourselves and among our circle of friends to to um, to be skeptical but not cynical. To encourage uh, you know skepticism. To not assign the same level of trust uh, from our from media brands, from our uh, you know, from our uh, Facebook contacts, for example, uh, there is there, there's this uh, you know jargon among uh, reporters. It's called nasunog nasunog sa news source na kuryente. Uh, when, for instance, a news source tells you something and then it turns out to be to be not true, mm -hmm. and then you say, nasunog ko ni, nasunog ko ni, say, nasunog ko ni Jiggy, I won't trust him mm -hmm. again. I, um, the next time he says, I have, I have, uh, kanang, kanang, for you. Ah, di na kumuto, ana. So, kana siyang idea ba, nga, um, um, you, you internalize that also, not the same level of trust among your uh, Facebook friends. So let's say one of your Facebook friends shares something uh, later on, you, it, it turned out nga, delete it, you know, fake guy. You, you, you treat that friend as nasunog na kaana, mm. uh, nailad ka niya. So the next time he shares, ayun tuod, ayun. So you don't, you don't, ayun na tuod, ayun. And then some other friends, nga wala gay koan, uh, never shared something uh, you, you, that turned out to be not true. Musalig lang ka. You, you, if they share something, pwede, you can you, you can allow yourself to to believe. Ah, tinood si Goroni. Okay, lai naman sad nga you di na rin anything. So you allow yourself to believe nga tinood si Goroni. But when you share it, maski pagsaligan pa na ni mo, you take the effort to make sure nga. Verification. Although ni Sali ka ato, I think kana siyang approach. Um, um, I, I, I wrote a blog post about that. Marag circles of trust ba? Kani nasunog ka di nagi ka musalig. Kani someone nga you don't know kanang you allow nga kanang mu verify gini mo. Yeah, then another circle nga close family nga kabawgi ka wala nag 
wala gina siya kanang mutex pain to verify before sharing muna ang imong small circle nga mosalig ka that way if he kanang murag kanang if we kanang himuang ginato na nga that's the default way we we look at things dili ta basta-basta mailad kay kana man kung um, ang ang emotional hook man god of information nga sometimes mutuo ka because you want it to be true kay yeah. ka confirmation nalaba. bias oh yeah. munang um uh, murag, murag uh, i shared this also in a blog post nga kana ganing ganahan ako kanang particular ba, brand of kanang perfume ba mm. kanang uh, CK1 unya mm. mm. kanang ako na napalit dito sa Singapore by one take one so dinhidigig ko mo palit kanang yang full price and mm. then kay nakatulagi nakapalit ko dito barato kayo ya bought a lot ya nahurot naman mm. kita ko sa Lazada nga mm. kanang 500 pesos kuno ang bottle inala ba <laughs> so i mean Who sells 500 pesos ng CK1? Diba? Oh, oh, Kita mm. lang yung sa pricing niya. Kuhan ko na ka ng tester unit. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. want it to be true bang? Mm. Tinood siguro niya pa-deliver. Uh, uh. So abot pag-spray na ko na ni Maho namang kong ihi. Uy, mayroon. <laughs> lain. Lain. Magayon. So, so yun mo tester unit. Test for ka. <laughs> Nailag yun ay ka ba? So kanama, you want it to be true. Mga nagyap po na sa information niya. Yeah. In a sense, you believe na kanang uh, kani will will increase your kanang resistance towards covid nito nito na kanadaan and then somebody shares and ah tuo na sagka and then you share it ang resulta is that mura siya kanang 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 feedback cycle nga nito ka ni share ka ana ni increase ka sa virality sa kanang piece of information kay imong share sa imong network sa imong network sa nito na sad so kamo na lang tanan na na, na, na kuan na lang no ni increase nimo ang pag spread sa sa kanang piece of information. So katong approach I think for me mayo nga we do not assign the same levels of trust. Pareho naman sa na sa kuan, di ba? Where in real life, you don't you don't go around and and tell certain people nga unsay mga sekreto nimo, mamili man gyud kaana. So mo gina ang levels of trust lai lahi. That way, dili na gita ma dili ta marag at least we guard ourselves from from being kanang kanang misled by kaning disinformation kay Uh, I, th- I think it was an American journalist who said nga, when you say something has gone viral, it is because kanang, ang, ang mechanisms for verification are no longer working. Okay, people are not checking kung tinood ba na, share naman delete so because mm. viral, they spread quickly in a short amount of time. So meaning, people, ego na lang ni share, what na lang without even bothering to check kung tinood ba day ni. So kala siya ang angkuan. Uh, ang technology maybe in the in the in the 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 future makaka-catch up ang ang technology behind it so they've had um, um, success with kanang butangan o kanang 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 pop over ng information nga this is fake and they've seen success nga magnigamay ang spread maybe pala that that can solve but uh, until definitely makita ginato nga nay solution and often masold na mangita lagi pag ways to to circumvent it ang importante gyud is ang atag yung kuan uh, the way we process information nga di lang ta basta mo 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 tuo just as uh, in in real life di lang man sa ta basta mo tuo nga lingkod dili ka mga pinay mo duol in front ni audio mo ingon nga kani solution ni siya sa kuan kanang kanang world peace mo tuo di tayo ka di ba how how come sa in in, in social media Anyone who makes fantastic claims to all, but I think those fantastic claims are 
presented to you because you have the inclination to believe yep. it. Mona yeah. said that's a thing with AI, yeah. right? With with yeah. these bots, right? Mm. And kita human nature manato max nga, di ba mm. nga? We want to build a world that agrees mm. with us, right? Yes. So kada mm. mga things nga nga mutuot ha, wakita tag tao nga lain nga mutuot sa dana. Share din, tayo tuo man tana, yeah. di ba? So oh. listen, listen, listen kayo, di ba? Then echo chamber na. Yeah. And then importante pag ina nga, unlike unlike before nga. Kanang serendipity bang you read a newspaper, you're exposed to all these other articles. Mm. Karon kay personalized ka kayo atong newsfeed. We only kanang murag the, the the algorithms, the systems only display articles nga they think nga likely ganahan sa tamo basa. Kani mm. na ba kay efficiency masad nga why display nga things nga. Pero ang resulta is that is that uh, restricted na kayo ang atong media diet, echo chamber na lang. Uh, for instance, like ako, uh, um, I do uh, a lot of my reading in kanang flipboard, nana. Mm-hmm. So, makita na po dito nga gabi kayo heavy on tech, nana. Mm-hmm. Kay, because those are kanang articles nga interesting. That's your world, po. yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, pero, ang, ang impact sad is that I'm ignorant of all the other issues. Kay, mm-hmm. puro na lang ko tech, kay muy akong ganahan. An example of that, another example of that is that kaning algorithms are judgmental. They make a judgment of who you are, what you're interested in, based on those clicks. So we did a we did a kana naman may kana mga bootcamp in the past. So you build a system, you build your own blog. So mm. ba, you're familiar with Lorem Epsom kanang dummy text generator ba? Yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. an article, but your Lorem Epsom manana you basic to. So kanang for fun lang good na kung ibinuang. I pasted a gay Lorem Epsom kanang mga gay 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 talk ba? About bisanto kalimot ako na. Pero apparently the systems kanang detected nga I, I click on that nga gay lorem epsom mm. they mm. made a judgment that I was gay okay so uh, <laughs> after that after that ang akong mga ads were for kanang kanang gay nga kuan mm. na gay nga hook, hook up so mm. ang mga stories nako kanang kanang sad about kanang uh, LGBTQ na na ba mm. because because of katong nga katong nga behavior ba nga pag click nako ato the systems made a judgment nga money akong personality so kana siya that's also kanang how kanang how our politics uh, become uh, you know polarized kay detect nga conservative ka conservative sorry sad ikoanimo detect nga liberal progressive mo sad ang 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 stories nga i serve sa system so you have to to go out of your way to make sure nga at least you listen from all these other perspectives ba but max do we, we don't have a lot of people good for us we have time because we are in media but some people don't have the time you know they work from five, eight to five. they're tired they have to prepare dinner all that stuff so mm. all they read is whatever's there in front of them but when is like when is like time to research and 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 dig deep into the story yeah. and all that stuff so listen to max kung we will leave it up to to the individual okay some of us don't have time to yeah. to figure this out right yeah that's why you see like kana mga professionals nga grabe kayo nga we share man nila ni you think nga you think you should know better nga ni chairman yes that's a challenge kay lagi inundated na ta with all these things and i think that's one of kanang a function nga i think kanang uh 
uh, traditional media organizations can play. Yeah. Rather than breaking news, of course, importante na mo break news. Kanang context is also important. Kanang, kanang, uh, okay, kipura lang ta inundated with the stories, muni na tabu din he, muni na tabu din he. It helps man if you have like explainers, if you have context. Uh, mm. So, uh, one uh, such kind of more exception, for instance, uh, Sunstar, Sunstar Cebu, mm. uh, the former editor-in-chief, si, uh, Attorney Charles, he does explainers, uh, which I, I find really helpful. Mm. So, di naman kakaapas sa latest aning latest aning CCMC. So, uh, Attorney Charles would write an explainer nga muning nahitabo uh monining nahitabo sa session muni ang issues and then, i think that uh, in a way can can help regular uh, people like us nga nga kuanta ba we get the, we get context the, the biggest accusation uh of traditional media especially you know the, the networks the big companies is really that uh, you know they're 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 paid to they're, they're commercially driven so they really exist for for the advertising right so you can't really trust these outfits these media outfits because they 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 they're in it for the money they're a business so uh, what do you have to say about that uh max about that accusation by a lot of people who uh, have uh, their other agenda as well but i uh, you know the the issue is what options do we have so uh if not for these uh, commercial outlets you'd have like government outlets mm-hmm. local government outlets which are basically uh, meant to promote programs of the uh, incumbent administration mm-hmm. in that certain local government uh, in the states there are uh, in other countries there is this trend towards uh, independent journalists you know leaving their uh, newsrooms to yeah. do a newsletter uh, reporting yeah. via newsletter uh, that might be a way, but uh, I don't know if how ready people are to drudge report. To, remember to that? Make this, yeah, to make this feasible by you know paying for newsletters. Uh, I for one would love to to have someone like closely cover Cebu City Hall right now and then provide me updates via newsletters. I'm willing to to pay a certain amount uh, to have that kind of reporting because um, you know if you go over you go over. Uh, what's reported by mainstream organizations right now? You'd have uh, updates on sani iro ngani amin guard sa ayala. You'd have updates about uh, we joke that we have uh, we now have a wedding uh, uh, wedding pictorial beat. You'd have you know uh, uh, pictorials that are being shared. I'm not gonna pay for that kind of uh, reporting. I want to pay for the deep reporting uh, on, uh, in City Hall, deep reporting on uh, on the environment, on the church, but not all those things. I can find that in uh, in, in social media. Um, so, yeah, what are our options if uh, if any of our brave uh, reporters right now are brave enough to you know you know set it up, go it uh, alone, and then you know offer a way for us to chip in. Mm-hmm. And pay for the coverage. I might, um, I'll, I'll do that, but uh, I'm not sure about the the feasibility. Because speaking uh, of feasibility, Max, I was I was having coffee with a good friend of mine, also from media, and he was telling me he was advising me about my, my podcast. And he said, "Ayo nga mga laum surya jig talk about kato iskabitsio kato interview to si kinsa si Maria de ba? Nagdangkay ka views." I go, "What? Uh, what does it say about 
us max and uh, and uh, is he right if he, i just want the views <laughs> yes but um, you know that may be a way to get uh, you know huge listenership but uh, and then that will have an impact on how you monetize your your uh, your podcast or your media product but uh, you know personally <laughs> Um, I'm willing to pay for a media product that would provide me deep reporting. Um, you know, not this, not this, uh, whatever is popular, <laughs> popular on social media right now, because, you know, I, I, I can have my feel of uh, what's trending just by opening uh, Facebook. I don't need another one to, you know, Interview another the person. Out there to, to tell me that, you know, I have friends to, I have friends who share my sense of humor, mm-hmm. who share those things. So, mm-hmm. so, so that that's enough. Uh, yeah, but again, the feasibility is a question that has uh, you know evaded was answered uh, has evaded many of the top minds uh, when it comes to journalism. But uh, from what I've read, uh, what's doing well right now are paid newsletter subscriptions. And as I said, you know, if somebody does that here in Cebu, I'm willing to pay, um, you know, certain amount to, to have that. Do you subscribe to a specific paid newsletter uh, by any chance, Max? Uh, not yet, because mm-hmm. uh, all the uh, coverage that I'm getting for the issues that I'm interested in are, are all... Uh, offered for free uh, okay. in public okay yeah. but you know if someone does like deep reporting in in uh, city hall you know sends like a newsletter with the updates if not daily every other day um, i would be well uh, willing to pay like what 200 pesos a month for that i'm sure many others would uh, uh, i'm sure some other people would be also willing to to pay for that i don't know if uh, that can be a feasible way of delivering uh, important news stories. I saw your post about watching the city hall, uh, um, um, city council uh, have their uh, what do you call that? Their what do you call debate. that thing? Their debate, right? <laughs> um, h- how fun is that to watch, Max? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting because that. How long is that, by the way? Uh, I think it took more more than two hours or three hours. I think. Okay. Um, Which is more exciting, watching paint dry or the city council have their session? How um, is it exciting? Like, is it informative? Does it? Well, it's informative, and if you're interested in you know political and alignments, mm-hmm. if you're interested in um, possible you know political battles uh, battles as we head closer to the elections. You 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 see a peak of that. Uh, uh, in the council's uh, session, so they're debating uh, about uh, you know the the four billion uh, in additional budget, and then uh, the the BOPK councillors are asking for a detailed breakdown of uh, you know how much it goes to where, and then they're saying no, we did that already in the the public hearing. You were invited, you didn't go there. So this one uh, we're they we're voting on it right now. So. It's uh, it offers a peek into uh, politics uh, in in city hall, and what's good about it is that uh, you're able to review this later. 
Uh, unlike a, a live broadcast before, right now, if you can keep up with the debate, you can you know, just view it again after the Facebook Live ends and then review the issues that were, were raised. I think uh, if, you're, uh, if you're interested in learning about how our officials are running uh, the city, you'd have a lot of avenues into getting information on how on how they're uh, you know doing things at city hall and one of that avenue uh, is the live uh, city council uh, session based on what you know uh, max what do you think uh, is going to happen here uh, locally in terms of uh, the elections here in cebu city how do you think uh, we'll run for mayor vice mayor and all that so what are your thoughts also the govern the, the gubernatorial scene uh, side of things also well, based on what I, you've I See I so don't far. know more than what is, uh, you know, written about uh, in in papers and online. So they're saying, um, they're saying that uh, Rama, it will be Rama running for uh, mayor. But then there are also talks about uh, um, other other names uh, who are interested in running for the post. But uh, again, all these are are speculations and. Uh, what I do is I read about them in in, in many uh, opinion columns, uh, um, you know, from from uh, from columnists who may have their own uh, sources or who heard from uh, certain people in the different uh, different camps. But what I know for sure is that it will be an exciting next few months uh, uh, in in Cebu City because of uh, all these issues. Uh, at, at City Hall, you know, issues about the uh, the mayor, the acting mayor, and uh, the critics at uh, City Hall, accusations of like uh, one raised by the councillor about an ungo, uh, you know, uh, being involved in, in transactions. Um, it will be an interesting, <laughs> interesting uh, uh, months leading to the election. Wow. Um, so the candidate with uh, the most social media engagement will have a advantage will have a running yes. start yeah would you say yes. that max yes. local we'll and national yes of course uh, big, um, they'll have an advantage because they they have a a you know a large number of uh, people who are strongly you know allied with their with their with their um, advocacies whom they can tap for, for their uh, candidacy. So social media engagement is very important for all of you candidates if yes. you guys have plans of winning next year's elections. Uh, Max, I would be uh, remiss if I don't talk about InnoPub, um, the company that you've founded together with uh, uh, also My Cebu, right? Uh, maybe yes. you can tell us a little bit about InnoPub and My Cebu. Uh, well, uh, My Cebu, that PH is actually a site on Cebu that. Uh, my wife Marlene and I started. Mm -hmm. uh, it is an offshoot of a project that we did with uh, with uh, Smart Communications. Uh, well, we did a project called Digital Tourism. So okay. um, essentially, it's tapping it's tapping technology to deliver tourism information. So we started in um, late 2011, early 2012, wherein we deployed uh, tourism markers with QR codes. So when you tap. Uh, when you scan the QR code, you download more information about a tourism site or structure. We also use NFC 
near field communication. So it's a chip embedded in the marker. You tap your phone, uh, it does what the QR code does. Previously, we've had to explain every time, we've had to explain to people what a QR code does. Uh, that it's like a barcode, you scan it. But uh, of course, we, we know what happened with the pandemic. Everyone started to get familiar with what a QR code uh, uh, does because uh, we've had to do uh, contactless uh, transactions. So there, um, we did uh, tourism markers for many tourism and uh, historical uh, destinations throughout the country. Um, we did one, uh, a particular interesting deployment that we did is one on Magellan's Cross. Uh, it's, it's a deployment that I belong wanted, we belong wanted to, to do because uh, when you go to Magellan's Cross, you see um, um, right at the bottom of the cross, you'd see a marker that says, in case in this cross of uh, Tindalo Wood is uh, part of the original planted by Ferdinand Magellan on this very spot uh, in uh, 1521, April 1521. Um, every day uh, um, for years, for decades, um, people have been told that part of the cross was embedded in what you see right now in mm -hmm. Magellan's cross. But the thing is, that's not likely the case. Historians are saying that's not likely the case. And in fact, if you read um, uh, Pigafetta and uh, the other books on, on Pigafetta, uh, what's listed there is that after after they were betrayed, the May one uh, massacre of the survivors of the uh, the Spanish survivors, one of the last things that they saw as the Spaniards left uh, left uh, Cebu were of the natives destroying the cross that they planted. So so unlikely, nga fifteen twenty one across Moriapunaron. What they're saying is that the most likely kanang cross nga naadihanon was the one planted by uh, uh, Fray Martin uh, Rada, who came with uh, Ligaspi in 1565. Uh, the area, uh, the area, and then uh, people started to chip, get chips of the, the cross, as miraculous lagi so what the Agustinians did was to 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 secure it, so more likely. But um, you, uh, most people do not know that story. Na mga, mga, uh, books by historians. We have a marker there. Pag mo, nana story. You see kanang, uh, archival photos of the Magellan's Cross, and then you see that history, and then explanation nga, nga nana siya indulgence actually granted in that area. That's why people pray there. Uh, it was granted an indulgence, and then how the Magellan's Cross became part of the the koan the seal of the city of Cebu. So mo na mong main nga project yun, my Cebu and 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 Inupab. Uh, but kaning all these others kanang you see me writing about it's kanang more of my kanang kanang blogging activities. I also contribute uh, articles to national uh, publications. Kanang mga things na I'm 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 interested on, especially recently on the kanang koa uh, nga, nga audit findings. So it, which I think uh, are kind of audit findings are important tools to look into how well a local government is 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 run. So maybe you can send us a link to both that Facebook uh, uh, page wherein they showed you the spendings of uh, the yeah. candidates as well as the COA 
yeah. posts. Maybe we, you can share that to everyone. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do this that. Video so we can, we can share that to our, yeah. uh, to our friends. Yeah. Uh, so my, my Cebu, uh, is that still up and running? And uh, yes. where can they download? Uh, is it an app? Is it a website? How does it work? It's a, we- it's a website, mycebu.ph. Uh, we're, uh, we, we focus on heritage stories, uh, you know, tourism stories and you know, feature articles. And then uh, Inupub is a company working with, uh, you know, uh, companies on, uh, on, on their digital media needs and their writing needs and even, you know, social uh, media needs. Uh, that's what we do in uh, Inupub Media. Where can they catch you uh, and your uh, different uh, companies, Max, uh, as far as the social media platforms are concerned? Well, um, uh, the Inupub is inupub.com website. Uh, I have a personal blog uh, max.limpag.com that's where I, I write uh, typically about technology about media and uh, you know things that uh, that interest me and uh, you know other publications I write uh, uh, some special reports and uh, and stories also okay Max so there's there a bazillion questions that I have in mind uh, and uh, it, it will take us an entire day to talk so maybe uh, let's just adjourn this uh, conversation and let's schedule it one, one uh, more day or a few more times, maybe live and in person over a, a glass of scotch, perhaps, or a cup of coffee, which, whichever is legal these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was always uh, a pleasure to talk to you, Max, when in the few times that we uh, have uh, bumped into each other, and it's a pleasure to talk to you now. Thank you so much. Ladies Thank and you. gentlemen, Thank Max Limpag, the founder of InnoPub and My Cebu, also a former beat reporter of The Freeman and editor of Sunstar Publi- uh, Publishing, Inc., and a writer and contributor to a lot of uh, local and national uh, publishing companies. Thank you so much, Max. Thank you. Thank you. Max Limpag, thank you. You stay safe, sir. Thank you.